You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. I'm on size nothing, that's Hey guys, welcome to Free Speech, a live podcast. It's part of the Stand Up New York Labs network. This is our first episode ever in the world. Um, we did a few shots uh, on an air balloon, which I don't count as the world. Uh, that's it's like maritime law, but it's airspace law. We'll be airing those later on, maybe a, a week when I'm sick or on vacation. But as far as live goes, this is it. Anthony Camilla is not here. He's on island time. He is uh, an Italian, and I, don't, I know uh, Sicily and Palermo are just a quick ferry ride away from Africa, so uh, it's perfectly normal for him not to be punctual. I'm fine with that. I want to establish some rules with this show, however. Punctuality is key. Okay, John? John's the producer here. I'm just going to establish all the rules now. I like sloppy. I don't give a shit if, if something doesn't work, if the audio comes in and out, if we lose a caller. I like that. I feel like Gen X and millennials enjoy sloppiness. We like shitty pixels. We're fine with that. Although uh, when it comes to the actual audio of the show, that has to be perfect. You can have a producer mic. You can interrupt me. You can walk across, pick something up. However... That doesn't mean that we want to be interrupted. So no chatting on your phone. We should have an on-air sign outside. That pisses me off. So my only two rules on this show are no interrupting, no chatting unless it's the guest showing up. And then the second rule is we always have to start at 11. Today was 11.02. That's unacceptable. Okay? Agreed? Fans at home, agreed? And uh, speaking of fans, um, when we call in today... We want to hear anything that's interesting, anything that pertains to the argument, anything that doesn't pertain to the argument, but maybe pertains to our guest and I. I don't need a, hey man, just want to say, big fan of your work, uh, been, uh, I read you, you know, years ago, and uh, just thanks for coming up, you know. That's fucking boring and gay, okay? We want people to add to the conversation, and I don't get this with celebrities when people come up and go, hey man, big fan of your work. The guy is rich, he's in movies, clearly people are fans of his work. The free market has made that very clear. So when you go up and interrupt some fucking celebrity to say you're a fan of his work, you're just wasting everyone's time. The American dollar has made it very clear who people like, okay? Those old guys, eh, Anthony? <laughs> hey, you doing? <laughs> Good. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Camilla. Has just drifted in like the wayward soul he is. I just uh, sit down, take a little seat. Oh, get in traffic. Ah, traffic. You're you six minutes do? late. I, am I? Yeah, I was worried sick about you. Six I don't know whether minutes. to slap you or to hug you. <laughs> we were verklempt over here. It's, cra- it's It's just nuts. I, You know, I'm out on Long Island. Yes. Uh, and people usually, you know, come out there to do my show. And I hear about this traffic stuff. But I don't like really dealing with it anymore. Yeah, you sound like Yoda who's just escaped from the cave. Yeah, it's pretty much... You're, see, you're like the Memphis Three or <laughs> You finally get out and you can't believe how bright it is. Outside. Yes, and then I can't even relax really. Keith drove the whole way. Keith the cop drove the right. whole way. And um, even in the passenger seat, I'm just like, that way, yeah. this guy isn't moving. So at least he's not a broad. Oh, Christ. Driving? What is with broads in the fast lane? 
with women pa people passing on the slow lane and it yeah. doesn't they, they don't even see that as a bad thing they don't even look I, I, and i want them to see my my look of disdain when i'm passing <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. look at me Do, don't yeah. you notice i i always wondered how how freeing that must be to not care to be like wow look the road ahead of me is empty there's no one in front of me <laughs> and not even know that there's just a parade behind you of angry people well it's called being dumb <laughs> okay it's something women enjoy thoroughly just being dumb <laughs> yeah they have a gift they can create life but they also uh, have this tend to have a lower iq where they can just read the sunday funnies and laugh their heads off and watch a show that's just about dresses like an yeah, award yeah, show yeah. and just go that's a nice dress yeah where they uh, talk about people's uh, clothing that does seem clothing. to be something. Clothing you'll uh, never wear. That's a dress. It looks like it weighs 30 pounds. It's covered with amethysts or something. I, I don't get that. I don't get it. I never notice things like that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, uh, wow, That is that new? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Are those, you know, who, did you just buy those? Who made your clutch? Who knows that? Whoever My wife would love to have an Hermes bag. It's called a Jane Birkin, and it's 10000 bucks. Come on. Unbelievably true and unbelievable. Why would... Uh, all look, women want that bag. They all want that bag. They all bag. want that bag. Is that like... Would that be the equivalent to like having a cool car? Yes. I just... Don't they don't even want a cool car. They don't want a cool car. I mean, like for a guy, you know, you get a cool car, your friends are going to be like, wow, that's a pretty cool yeah. car. Uh, a bag, though, it's like, oh, that's... What a great... Who cares? It's infuriating. <laughs> and I don't mind if they have their stupid shit. But what infuriates me is then, then we get in trouble. Like, yeah. oh, we have to wear our $10,000 purse, and we have to have our flaxen hair that we condition, and, and we go, <laughs> the fattest whore, the biggest cow at Walmart yeah. has a bunch of kids, because uh -uh. someone is fucking her. Well, that's always been the uh, amazing aspect of, of fat, or, or really a homely, whatever, girls. They, they will always find somebody that will always. have sex with them. Yeah, yeah. We will, a lot of us will have sex with a, a chick even if she has a cock. Yeah, yeah, that's happened. Sure. Uh, Jim Norton. Sure. I feel like Jim Norton doesn't fuck trannies anymore, but he uh -huh. sort of made his bones, as you say, on that. <laughs> so he has to keep fuck. going back to trannies. But I bet it was only about a year. Is that like a, like a booster shot? <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, you know, re renewing your license? Yeah, every so often you got to go back and make sure you're still up to date. <laughs> every so often he has to fuck a tranny just to maintain that. And he's like, oh, God, here we go. Making love to a mentally ill man. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking shit about Jim, of course. But uh, I just think it's amazing. And you're actually one of the only guys I know who has standards. Like, you uh, wouldn't few. fuck... A cow? No, 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 not a not a cow. Either fig figuratively or literally, I wouldn't fuck a cow. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I've never been into. I, I I don't know if it's so much, like like fat girls. Uh huh. I don't know if it's so much that I I wouldn't. Is that I just don't find that attractive or kind of sexy. Well, you're drunk. It's late at night. And, yeah, but and they, even that. We're talking, it's hard to say fat is such a weird term, but I get like when the gunt is hanging over the vagina uh -huh. and there's weird, it looks like it's a physical problem, like yeah, it's a health yeah. issue. Yeah. But a health issue. It's when a it's tumor. a little bit like a, let's get specific here. Oh, I understand. Right, right, right. This uh, is fine. A, a soft little Asian woman belly. <laughs> yes. <That's> Chubby <laughs> Asians, that's my bread and butter. So you're cool with that. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. That's oh, uh, that's sexy. 
See, that's the thing about all these disagreements. Most of the time, the two people are basically agreeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like abortion, even, not to get back uh-huh. to that. Yeah. But our disagreement probably goes down to like a month and a half. Yeah, I'm sure it, it fits in there somewhere that, that I'm not for that partial birth abortion. Yeah. Thing. No, no. You don't like it when you can hear them making sounds after. Yeah, that's a little iffy. That's rich. And, uh,. And it's not even really this, I don't even have to go into this deep, ethical, moral, religious thing to not like that. It just doesn't seem right. Yes. It doesn't come off as something that just as a human being, just as, you know, go outside and, uh, you know, belt a dog in the face. Yeah. Like, it'll feel weird. It feels wrong. (laughs) So that just feels wrong. But- but to me, if, you know, on some cellular level, you're eliminating something from your body like that because, you know, you don't want to raise it for 20 some odd years, I'm all right with that. If we could get the debate to that, I would consider that a huge milestone. But oh, here yeah. in New York with the young feminists, they think it's empowering. Yeah, it, it's become an empowerment cool. discussion and not... It, it, it's lost its whole meaning of life or when does life start? Is it on a cellular level, partial birth abort? It's become uh, we should be in charge of our own yeah. bodies. Yeah. And all right, you know, I, I think there's a little more to it than that. Yeah, especially <laughs> when more than 50% of the women in this country are against abortion. So I don't get why it's women's rights to be pro-choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I didn't want to drift off That's- on that. Onto fucking thinking of dead babies. This is a cheery show. It certainly is. Um, but it, one, one, one thing, though, about uh, two people getting along and only splitting hairs at the end of the day. My big beef with censorship is it just shuts down the conversation. Yeah. And we can't realize how much we have in common. And I was reading recently about Mark Twain and the nigger issue mm-hmm. where it was removed from the book. Yeah. And the people who are against that are portrayed as book-burning, nut-bar religious types. Right. And then the ones who want to leave it in are the literati who are super smart and way better than these fucking dumb rednecks. <laughs> but you look into it, and it's like, uh, you'll find out, oh, it's a black family with a black kid in a white neighborhood. He's eight. He doesn't really know the word nigger yet. Right, They've managed right. to keep him from that. And it's a bit jarring. It's like cunt. <laughs> for an eight-year-old girl, we love that it's in the book, and we don't want the book burned, but can we have a different book for my son? Because uh, the nigger thing's kind of a, <laughs> kind of a little electric shock yeah, yeah. for him. <laughs> and uh, he just wants to do a different book that week when you're doing that. Yeah, And yeah. you realize that it's not as simple as just villains and good guys, and even within the book burners, there's plenty of sane folks. Yeah, I, I don't know, though. Um, I... Uh, are you talking about like eliminating uh, the book as opposed to the child like like saying, hey, he should have a different book to read? Yeah. Like that's the good thing. I the want bad the eight-year-old to altering. read nigger, by the way. I want right, the, right. If there's a later Chatterley's lover, D.H. Lawrence has a, her hot, humid fanny was on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they call cunt that. Yeah, written. yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to say a 13-year-old, I shouldn't say that, maybe a 14-year-old to have to read that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, all I'm saying is they have sort of an argument. Uh-huh. And the beauty of open discourse is, and I love, you know, let's have a talk about race involves no oh, talks about race. None. But when we do have this sort of 
Gran Torino Clint Eastwood like, hey, Joe, you fucking Polak. <laughs> we realize that we're not that different at all. And the irony of the sort of liberal censorship world is they end up making the differences more obtuse. Yeah, yeah. And we end up hating each other more. Yeah, we're rarely allowed nowadays to uh, actually discuss things and let it get to the point where, where we realize how much we have in common on a subject uh, because it usually ends in somebody calling someone the, the you know, sticking that label on somebody. Yeah. Hey, you're a racist. You're homophobic. You're sexist. You're misogynistic. That And that ends the discussion right there. Ends it right That's there. That's the new way to get out of any debate. Uh, if you're, it's the, the, you know, in case of losing debate, break glass. Yes. That's what you're doing. Then you throw the scarlet letter of misogyny on somebody or, the, the, or you're not you're you're not a person of color so you can't talk about it like everyone at espn was in pro football <laughs> yeah. and you're like i got eyes and ears i read about it i'd like to discuss it now yeah. please well certain issues are are a lot more sensitive certain words people are a lot more sensitive to than other things i mean the debate that came up about the uh, the dumb frat kid on the bus right uh th- that uh, other examples were used where nothing would have happened if uh, if they were singing a song about uh, Islam or you know it, it, yep. people would be mad. I'm sure you'd get people going, "Hey, that's Islamophobic or whatever." Um, but I don't think within 24 hours you're boarding up their frat house, kicking people out of school in a panic, knee jerk. Please don't think I'm supporting this action yes. of, of a lot of the people. Uh, I, I was talking about it on my show. It was like that episode of, of Seinfeld where Costanza is just trying to get out of the fire and he, he's throwing everybody out of the way. That is what I think uh, the, the uh, principal of uh, Oklahoma U did. Uh, uh, I, I think it's, look, I'm doing something. Please don't think I'm this. Yes. Because, and I'll throw anyone I need to right. into the, the fire. Uh, but that's where we live now. And it doesn't do anything to open up a, a dialogue. And logic plays no part of it. None. Like with you and the, these people are animals, quote, after you got in a fight. Yeah. It, in N.A., they say, okay, I know you're a junkie. You want to try a bump. Play it through. <laughs> you're going to do two bumps. Right. Then you're going to do a line. Then you're going to inject it. Then you're going to die. With the racist accusations, you go, okay, so he thinks all black people are animals. Uh-huh. Okay, so he meets a professor at MIT who's black, and he feeds him a banana. Yeah, what? Like this guy, or he meets someone who loves all the same sports teams, right? Same sense of humor, plays same video games, meets him online, and then sees he's black and goes, "Oh, oh, well, this can't be." I'm gonna deny myself this awesome friend. I could have had so much fun. And with the with the Oklahoma thing, it's like the Salem witch trials. No one goes, "Is this guy really a witch?" Right? They just go, "I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch." <laughs> yes. And and they and it's based on this untouchable Fabergé egg of blackdom, where they're so sensitive that if you say that, they'll all start exploding. Right. It it's the most sensitive topic of uh, today in in uh, America. It's something that can have you lose everything. Your reputation, yes. your job, and everything with one word, and with that's one it. Word. It's Nigger. one right. It's one magical word that, if spoken, you lose everything. It, it's astounding that this exists. But it also makes <laughs> these blacks into these delicate little crystal right. fairies who are just floating around. And if you go, they go. What have you done? One of my yes. wings is sideways. Ah! I think they can take it. I think they can. Like, walk a flock of flame. 
yeah. The uh, auteur behind uh-huh. the hit song "Fuck That Nigga," right, said he was so disgusted by that chant that he canceled his show. This is a guy. There was eight teenagers killed at a show he had in Gary, Indiana. He violated his weapons ban, uh, gun probation. Uh huh. Went to jail for that. And he's dis- disgusted that a stranger sang a song in private at his private club while drunk on a bus. Right. Really? It, th- yeah, nobody ever puts it in context or nobody ever looks, like you said, plays it out. Play sees, it out. Was that bus going to just find black guys to lynch, lynch? them? Was yeah. that their plan? Because if it was, I don't think they did enough just kicking them out of the fraternity. <laughs> and Maybe some. But if it wasn't, we really got to look at what was done and weigh that to what uh, uh, consequences would have happened if no one would have seen that. If yeah. no one saw that, what would have been worse in the world yeah, that exactly. day. Exactly. And 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 let that uh, be be your base for punishment. Well, with Islam, you go, we have these guys they're plotting to blow up a bus in London. Yeah. Uh, if we let that go, we just saw a few years ago a fucking bus explode. Yeah. So when you ignore Islamic extremism, which we're wont to do all over the Western oh, world, yeah. we fucking blow up. <laughs> when we ignore a rude limerick, nothing happens. Nothing happens. And and the the actual thing that happens uh, now is you get people just their lives are destroyed. Yes. Now, now and 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 a lot of people confuse this for having some kind of sympathy for the song, <laughs> like sympathy for them singing their little song. Like I don't give a shit what anyone's saying or singing on a bus. Exactly. Doesn't matter to me one way or another. Um, I mean, think about it. On these church retreats, I'm sure there's a bus full of people singing uh, hymns and ain't no and sinner about gonna get me. Religion. Sinners gonna right, burn right. in hell. And and people, there are people out there that would find that just as offensive as what uh, that uh, frat boy was singing on the bus. Well, how about the, like the fear with the frat boy chant is it's indicative of a problem that's going to morph into blacks being lynched, right? When they're in New York City chanting, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them? Now. Two cops die. And then two cops die. And then two more cops die in Ferguson. And you don't want to make that that connection. Like you you say, hey, do you think that, you know, everybody, uh, uh, de Blasio and and, uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, everybody uh, condemning the police and talking about how evil they are. And then two cops being executed in their car. Do you think that was a cause and effect? Maybe. And they'll be like, no, no, no. And then you get a dumb frat douche singing on a bus. And that, though, will cause all kinds of problems. Yeah, that frat boy transposes time and goes back to the 1800s. Exactly. And two more guys are lynched because of the time-traveling racist. That's it. It's whatever convenient and and, and good for your own little dialogue there. That's what you're going to believe. That's what you're going to push. But uh, no one sees it that way. They never. They only see it's their infuriating. little myopic. Uh, well, and the the infuriating part is, I consider myself kind of the same anarchist, liberal, freedom loving guy I was when I was a stupid teen. Uh-huh. And they, I can't remember who said this, but they go, "You can go from." Uh, liberal to conservative in 30 years without changing your views. And I was an anarcho-punk at 18, and now I'm a right-wing libertarian. <laughs> but I just want people to be left alone. And yeah, that's the basic you know, thing that hasn't changed. Just leave me just alone. Leave me al- Politics is two things. 
people that want to be left alone and people that won't leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> and there was an interesting article of the ACLU put out a uh, blog post on their site, ACLU Oklahoma, where they relu- they hate doing this, but they mm-hmm. reluctantly go, this is actually a... Uh, what? It's um, it's like the Fonz when he has <laughs> yeah. to say he was wrong. Yes. I was wrong. Can't say it. It's a, They admit it's a violation of free speech. The yes. University of Oklahoma gets public funding. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it's a public institution. They punished these kids. That's a violation of the First Amendment. Yeah. Based on nothing more than what was said uh, on that bus. And by the way, everyone goes, look, I'm not defending what they're saying. Let's just get a little crazier and go... Kind of a funny song. <laughs> like, listen to rap. Uh, I grew up with gangster rap. Yeah, yeah. Where they talk about busting a cap and or NWA, Straight Outta Compton. There's two themes on that record. One is I keep getting hassled by the cops for no fucking reason, just because I'm brown. The other angle is I should have never been let out the penitentiary. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking psycho. Yeah, I'll kill you and your whole family. How do those things go together? So like, yeah, the cops are always bothering me. And then the next song, he's talking about he's out on the street with an AK. Yeah. Just he literally says, "I never should have been let out." Or Jay Z is like, "Yeah, you can check a. Uh, you need a warrant to check the glove compartment. I got 99 problems." And then just a, a song ago, he's talking about his life as a crack dealer. Yeah. So the cops are only off by a, a year or so. But you admit that right. they almost got the right guy. But there is a problem here. And the name of the album is like Gangster Killer Murderer with like Gamboni Mafioso references. Yeah. Those are criminals, dude. Yeah, they uh, the, the old uh, gangster rap uh, NWA and Ghetto Boys and all that, they loved the whole uh, Italian mafia kind of yeah. take on things. Well, they're, yeah. I think Italians are black. That's why your nose looks like that. Hey, huh? That's why your hair is so curly. The Moors. It might be why you're so brave about racism, because you have that black bravado. They got that gene. You got that DNA. <laughs> what they say on Do the Right Thing, your grandmother was a Moulinian. That was, uh, that was a true romance. No, but also the Pizza Boys in Do oh, the Right yeah, Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do the Right Thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's been a, um, I think it's a great way to get at somebody that, or a group that really tended to be racist over the years. It really makes their blood boil. Your Italians are like, you know, always, hey, fucking guys. And then to be like, hey, did you hear? Yeah. (laughs) It really, well, you saw what happened to Dennis Hopper. (laughs) You really did get a little angry at hearing that. You did get meaty. Well, you see, (laughs) in Italy, there's a hierarchy of value with the people there. Uh And Milan is seen as a lot fancier than fucking Reggio de Calabria. Right, right. So the closer you are to Africa, the more... They see you as a shitty Italian. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah. when you say to Screwdriver, that white power band, when you point at their head of security was gay. They get really fucking mad. They get mad at that. But I feel like, I don't know, I'm of the generation, or I'm of the mindset, I should say, where someone will go, you know the Screwdriver, that white power band? Yeah, they have some catchy jams. The singer died of AIDS. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know that uh, Italians are kind of black. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Maybe it's because my my dad's family are all drunks and they died in puddles and came from the slums. So when someone goes, there's members of your group that suck. I'm like, yeah, I know. We all have our crosses to bear, <laughs> don't we? It's uh, it's tragic. So I, I want to, uh, I want I know it's boring for you. and uh, Not at all. Talking about what happened with you, sort of, it's a show called Free Speech, debut episode, first mm-hmm. guest. We kind of have nice. to 
brush over the part where you were fired from Sirius mm -hmm. for uh, tweeting some rude tweets when you got in a fight with an African-American lady of color or possibly a drag queen. Uh, I would I would say she was probably a she. Probably a she. I, th I think a prostitute or a stripper. Yeah. Well, strippers go home in their juicy couture sweatpants. Yeah, that's true. She was kind of decked out decked a little out. more in a, a dress. Nice yeah. dress. No stripper is so poor they have to walk to work like that. <laughs> in their stripper gear. Yeah. <laughs> two miles from yeah. the projects to the club. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I couldn't even afford flats. <laughs> Those ones that come in the egg thing at the drugstore. Yeah, store. just pulling the friggin' thong strap out of her ass every block. <laughs> um, but I have a, 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 a... We'll just try to do new angles on the story sure. I once heard a million times. One angle is, and I've noticed this with political correctness, Corporations that don't give a shit about it mm -hmm. like to use it as a blanket, a little curtain to go do their dirty deeds. So you were, I'm going to guess you were making three million bucks a year. No, nah, that's a low. That's pretty, pretty steep. We, we took a huge pay cut back uh, when we first came on board with XM. And then when Sirius and XM merged, they really, it was like, well, this is, you're new here. <laughs> no, you got to pay your been, dues. <laughs> we were here. Yeah. So we were always looking to maybe step up to where we were. When we were at like NEW and syndicated and stuff like that, we were making pretty good cake right there. But uh, And that, you got kicked out of that because someone fucked in a church. Right. Well, maybe that was another example of, these guys are making, I don't know why I'm looking at my watch. This is where you see people's wages. This is the wages. <laughs> the, How much do you make? Wage meter. Is that the new Apple watch? Does, does, does it it's do that? It's three too? million o'clock on my Anthony <laughs> setting. <laughs> so they, we, I mean, the, small companies do this all the time. The guy in the, you know, the, the shipping room, hmm. he's gone from minimum wage up. He keeps getting a raise every five years. Let's just fire him and get a Mexican. Right. And then you can't do that. So they go, oh, he said nigger. Oh, good. Get rid of Get him. Get rid of him. It's a good way to, yeah, it's a good way to clean house. So they fire you. They got, say, a million bucks left over. Mm -hmm. They give Jim 200, Opie 300. They still have some change. They still made money on the deal. They make money on the deal. Right. And I noticed this with Dove Charty, too. He was just ousted out of this company he started, American Apparel. He says he's not down yet. Huh. He's not down yet. But the, the, Excuse they used was Irene Morales was this woman. Her and this other woman, Kimberlo, sued him for a quarter of a billion dollars for sexual harassment. I guess he oh. fucked them in their eye holes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how you get a quarter of a billion for that. That is a lot of money for... <laughs> he fucked me in my ears, and uh, it mushed my brains up. Uh, I'm dead now. Yeah, pay, pay me. I want, I want a quarter of a So that's one twenty-five each. But anyway... This woman was sending him texts like, I want to be your sex slave, I want to lick your asshole, with Frederick Douglass, the anti-slavery guy, as her signature on each email. Oh, that's nice. That's quaint. <laughs> but they got away with that because people are so lazy and they're so desperate for villains, mm -hmm. that's a whole other ball of wax, yeah. that they were able to fire him. They go, he uh, had a sexual harassment thing, and everyone goes, good, they fired a rapist. R yeah, that's what it turns into. It, it, and... and uh the, the companies that do fire the people for those things, they all of a sudden are the good guys. Yes. Look at me. Look at what we do. We are here for you women or we're here for African-Americans. We're here for gays. We're, it's, it's their way to put up a little sign out front that we are gay friendly. We're yeah. I mean, it's a problem with capitalism in a way. <laughs> but yeah, I don't count that because this is a mob. It's just like the mafia. Yes. This screaming mob of hysterical people 
going to your work, tweeting your clients, fucking attacking you on the street, putting up. I, I had a bunch of trannies put up my home address with happy hunting. Really? Yeah, and talk about my kids and shit. That's not the free market. No. That, <laughs> that's not people. That's I opted, the mob. I have the freedom to opt to kill your family. There you go. It's it's my choice. You know, your speech has consequences. Really? <laughs> Death to my family is the consequence. That's the new thing that people really do pull out with freedom yeah. of speech. Well, you got the freedom of speech, but there are consequences. Mm -hmm. It's like, first of all, or or here's another one. You, well, you have freedom of speech, but that's the government isn't stopping oh, you from doing something. One. It's a business and they run their business. It's like, okay, if there's a threat looming over you, of losing everything you worked your life for, if you say a certain thing, that's not freedom of speech anymore. Yes. You're you're infringing on the freedom of speech through coercion, threats. Yes. And, and then, taking a step further, yes, death, violence to your family. Uh, that is, is consequence for freedom of speech it's like the salem witch trials yes you, the government didn't burn those witches burn the witches we don't burn witches and people often <laughs> use mccarthyism as yeah. an example i don't like that because those people were communists and they <laughs> were yes and communism was bad he was right it wasn't an imminent threat the way islam is but it was bad no yes. witch trials are better because they don't have a witch they don't have a black guy. I bet not one witch was killed during those witch trials. Yeah, people go, all you, just people. You're not a rich. You don't hate black people. I don't hate trannies. I feel sorry for most of them. <laughs> My heart breaks when I see some guy chop his dick off and go, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, it's all better now. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Here, lie down. Do you need a blanket? <laughs> Where's a St. Bernard with some rum uh, just to warm you up a little bit? Yeah, bastard. I don't know where this uh, assumption that there's this hatred when you're speaking about uh, yeah, gender, lifestyle, or or uh, uh, black, or or anything, women's rights. That all of a sudden, if you have an opposing viewpoint to the bullshit, whatever's being put out there. It gets escalated to not just, well, he has an opposing viewpoint. I wonder what his uh, take is on this. Is he a racist or does he just have a an opposing viewpoint? It goes instantly, instantly. to Hitler. Yes, You're a hit Hitler. You, you talked about Firing. Israel and you weren't as sympathetic as somebody. Hitler! It's, <laughs> it, it, is, it is fascist, ironically. And this permeates every part of modern culture. Like your wife will complain to her friend, oh, my husband was drunk last night. He pissed the bed. Divorce! <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Or you go to you see some rally and they're pro-Israel and someone goes, fuck you, and spits on Police! Yeah. Police! Like no one wants, you never see, debate him! Yes, I yes. demand a debate. <laughs> I've never heard, that word is dead, by the way. It is dead. Totally because, dead. Like I said, if you're in a debate and someone starts losing, it, that's it. You're, you're labeled something and now you're that. So your point can't be valid. You're a racist. Yes. We're, we're debating race. Blah, 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 blah. Somebody goes, uh-oh, I'm getting my racist. I'm not even going to listen to you anymore yes. with your racism. Are we and then they say things like, I can't even. 
<laughs> yeah. It's that it's, it's especially bad with the millennials because they're so fucking soft. I saw a debate in New York, and it's funny that we met in the basement of a bar. It's like you might as well be going to a fucking gangbang or something. It's so shady, sinful. Yes. And it was a gun debate, and the, the guy pro-gun was uh, an editor at Field and Stream, and he just had all these stats about how many rapes and all these different crimes are prevented, not just from going get away from me, but just from the assumption that person might have a gun. Uh-huh. Millions of crimes prevented, right? And then we cut to the anti-gun guy who was gay, and he's like, are we, I mean, why am I even here? Oh, and, Like, is this guy serious? Say, yeah, And then he it. goes, these people call themselves gun nuts. Like, they know that they're insane. And the other guy That's goes, you don't think that they ha- are a little self-aware when they call themselves that? And that is the state of debate today. Yeah. Because the left has got this good guy, bad guy, fucking juvenile view of the world, but there's not enough bad guys. So they changed the definition of bad to mean any sexual intercourse that wasn't fun is rape. <laughs> right. Uh, any dumb chant set on a bus is a lynching. Yeah. Any tweet is an example of a, a racist murderer. Mm-hmm. And these people who go to the gallows are going, what? Let's talk about it. I, let me explain. Nope, too late. You're shut down. And this is what drives me nuts. You said about the First Amendment. They go, well, it's not the government. The First Amendment is two things. It's the government shutting you down, but it's also the people. Yeah. And if we're such pussies, we go, well, the government didn't do it. We sound like Bill Maher eating out Obama's ass <laughs> and going, the president's the best. The president's just doing his best. You sound like a fucking Czechoslovakian under Stalin saying, well, the government didn't help. You, the person, has to fucking argue with the guy, handle it. Don't just fucking hide behind your anonymous uh-huh. Twitter page and try to extinguish that guy's life. And also extinguish his business. It's always there's a weird sort of anti-capitalist communist thing going yeah. on with this. Yeah, your 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 livelihood, as it were, will be taken away. Taken away. You 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 you'll be uh, behind a dumpster giving BJ's to this guy. It, it's like the, the, this image of what can happen to you if you say the magic word or you talk about women in a derogatory fashion yeah it's it's all all the consequence that you can get prevents you from speaking and these people you always look them up and they're inevitably they have a charity or a kickstarter fund (laughs) or they're trying to do a documentary they're asking for money right they're never generating income and they never (laughs) will and the person they're shutting down will just be generating income next year yeah it's just a board game where you set the guy back he's still rolling the dice you don't have any dice (laughs) you're just like can i get on the board at some point yeah i don't know where this uh where this goes from here it just doesn't there doesn't even seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel as far as uh being able to open this up and and speak openly and freely anymore uh it's it's gone and and the the odd thing is you would think with the way we have social media that that there'd be more open discussion right uh into things but people are petrified to speak even the right <clears throat> yes even the and even the left I, I i know this woman lisa carver and she was on some anarchist message board and she was saying something about fuck the state blah 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 and the other people on the board go what are you doing stop talking like this they can see this this is public they can and see this and she goes how did we get here the gestapo doesn't even have to show up for work they don't no. have to do their job we are policing ourselves that's it and you see that with the right i read an article with on hotair.com recently and the guy was talking about people losing their jobs and then he said thank god on the internet you can still be anonymous 
and you can say these conservative views without losing your job. And I'm like, thank God. Right. Put your we, name on it. That we have to hide. Fucking guys were in the Civil War. They had lead go through their leg. And then <laughs> yeah. it was only a graze, but it got infected with maggots. And they died in their <laughs> in their weird cotton shirt that was all itchy and starched and uh, yeah. infections. And we go, I'm not putting my name on that comment. <laughs> no way, Jose. The uh, I, I, I was talking uh, yesterday about... Uh, when you're arrested, you're told that anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. And, yes. and, and, uh, and they will, you know, the cop. And no matter if you're trying to excuse what you did, whatever you're saying to the officer can be used against you. Not for right. you. Not, you know, they're not going to say anything to help you out. He but was really cool. Yeah. Everything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. And that's always this frightening thing. Uh, that conjures up an arrest. I did something wrong. We are in a position now where anything we say can and will be used against us in life. In life. In life now. That's it. Devoid we are, of context, too. Devoid of context. And and will be used against you in your life. We are <laughs> now constantly under arrest in our own lives because we can't speak freely and openly because whatever we say can and will be and used will. against us. And and we're all the executioners out there. Yes. Everyone, screw the trial by jury. We are just executed. Retweet, racist, <laughs> bam, you're done. Well, it's also, and it's not people who genuinely care. Everyone's no. on board now. We talked about corporations are on board because they need an excuse to they fire someone. They move on someone. like locusts after <laughs> yes. they ravage whatever they're going for. <laughs> or, you want to take a call? Yeah, should we take a call? Wait, I want to sure. say one other thing. Uh, it, there's all these social media employees at corporations, too. And they have to justify their stupid job. <laughs> I don't know why Kraft needs a Facebook page. Right. Or a... Or, you know, McDonald's needs a Twitter account. Yeah, I never understood hashtag Burger King. Yeah, oh, I'm imagine like, oh, the fucking loser you'd have <laughs> to be to follow. Oh, there's a special that. on at Arby's. <laughs> but those guys have to justify their job, so they need, there is another demand for villains. And so few of these people are actual, non-funded, non-agenda-based, just people looking to get to the right. truth. Yeah. This lynch mob is totally full of shit. That's what drives me nuts about that. And the amount of just total misinformation that's going around about the people that they're trying to execute uh, is astounding. I mean, people that never heard the initial offensive thing. Well, look at Brendan Ike. He he's, he got in shit for being against gay marriage. Obama was against gay marriage right, right. two years before. What happened? What happened? <laughs> okay, let's try some calls. This sure. better be good. First call on the show. Uh it's very simple here. All we do is unplug stuff and plug it into other sure. stuff. This is part of the appeal of the show, too. It the is. The goosey After a while, you'll get a switch. Yeah, I remember Opie <laughs> would always be in a bad mood every time there was a technical glitch. But it's, it's part it of... It to ruin the show. It's part of life, I part think. Part of life. You're going to have glitches. I used uh, to love watching Fisher Spooner shows because they would just stop the show and go, <laughs> what are you doing? All the dancers come down here. All right, let's fucking start again. <laughs> Half the time they were just making it up, but it made really? for that's some, pretty funny. <laughs> some fourth wall awesomeness. <laughs> My only rules here are no interruptions, and we start at eleven. As far as technical glitches, I actually encourage them because it makes us look young. 
Yeah, a, a young upstart. Young upstart, right. just figuring out the tech. It's rebel. like skateboarders. They should always be making mistakes because they're learning new tricks. If you're doing tricks you can land, if you land an ollie kickflip, right. then you're not a good skater. You could do it. When was the last trick you learned? Fuck. <laughs> Get practicing, pussy. Right, you be able to hear you. Can you hear us, Skype man? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, let's see what you got. Would you like, uh, first, what's your name and where are you from? I'm Tim Plotnick. I'm from San Jose. San Jose. Isn't skateboarding illegal there? Uh, yeah. If it is, I'm amazed at your knowledge. <laughs> I know everything in the world. The skateboard laws uh, around the country. What's your question, comment, four and two? Uh, I've got a philosophical question for Gavin. Oh, okay. Relating to freedom. Okay. So it's... um. Does your emphasis on freedom stem more from a basic uh, man-centeredness or from a more biblically-centered individual responsibility before God? Uh, I'm pretty. I'm not really. Uh, I'm pretty new to the whole religion game, so uh, it doesn't influence my life much at all. Uh, though I have never had an abortion, uh, I just. I think. The reason I'm pro-freedom is because I think that people are inherently good. And I believe that sunlight is the best disinfectant. Get it all out in the open, and the cream will rise to the top, and we'll all be better off. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of these leftist socialist censors go, people are evil. We need to control them. <laughs> now, that being said, I'm not denying that people are selfish. And if you're going to invent a board game, you can't have a thing where someone can cheat and just win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there has to be a penalty. And Trivial Pursuit, you have to get the question right yeah. to get the pie. You can't just be able to put a pie in your thing. So I recognize that we're selfish, but I have enough faith in humanity that we don't need all these checks and balances. And I think outside of cops catching crazy murderers, the more freedom we have, the more good we'll have. And we've already seen this happen. The more rules liberals enforce, the worse everyone off is. Mm. Does, that, does that answer your philosophical quandary? Yeah. Okay, yeah, bye. <laughs> and then I just hang up on him like this. Philosophical question. That yeah. Was, uh... I, I like to go to weird things, left and right. Yeah. Went to a lot of anti-cop rallies, which are usually dull. A totally different vibe. Yeah. Uh, lefty things are just, hi, uh, everyone say who you are, where you're from, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. All 50 people. <laughs> but right-wing things, everyone's quiet. The guy does his talk, which is so pussy-whipped, too. He's like, look, I'm not saying blah, blah, blah. But it's all always got to be prefaced yes. with, with some, uh, not apology, but uh, uh, don't think this I because I'm yeah. saying this. Yes. And I, we're among the, the uh. evil here. And even among the evil, like you never hear the N-word. Yeah. Ever. No, no, no. But inevitably, those guys who come up are all crazy mm -hmm. and they'll have a beard that goes down to their, their crotch and they'll go, they always say, my question is in two parts. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you for coming out. It's not uh, reminiscent of Kierkegaard's, he who does follow will not follow with once. Uh, and then he's proud of himself for that little thing. And then he goes, okay, my first question is, uh, A, if, and you're like, Jesus, dude, you're not part, you're not doing a talk here. Yeah, yeah. You're Just asking say your a thing question. and fuck yeah. off. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, the other thing I wanted to get to about uh, what happened with you, and so there's two things. There's the person in social media at that department who has to justify their job, and they mm. go, Anthony said something bad. Oh, good. 
You you justified your job for another week. Right. You found a bad guy. The other uh, reason they do it is because they want to get rid of the guy and they need an excuse. Um, but I also want to get into the the people and the backlash against it and who has your back and who flakes. Right. And it's... A, one of the best things about deaths is you see who the shitheads are. <laughs> and they'll be like your cousin arguing about your grandmother's chest of drawers. Yeah. Who's getting that? And you go, oh, you're a fucking cop. Oh, that's what you're in this whole thing for. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're not coming to the wake because your brother's talking. You think it should be you. Oh, so you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> but uh, we had like Joe Rogan, Pendulette yeah. had your back, said was he, he was carrying a gun. He didn't shoot her. It's like, it's like, that's like Gandhi. <laughs> 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 Who was pro-gun? Which is very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I liked Adam Carolla. He said he's, he always talks like this. What's the problem here? Yeah. And once again, everyone said, look, I'm not defending what he said, but I'm defending... What did he say? He said there's a problem with violence in the black community. He said these people, meaning the ones that are attacking him, are like animals. You had to bark to make them go back because they were getting closer to you. Yes, yes. I, I really had to blurt out horrid movie lines in order to just keep people <laughs> from probably kicking my ass. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I was very angry, I, as well I should have been. I, I didn't do anything, and I was uh, assaulted. But... Uh, I, when I started tweeting how angry I was at this situation, uh, I I wasn't taking any personal jabs at any one group. I wasn't. Well, you I were taking jabs saying, at, a, at a division of a group. Right. It might as well have been hillbillies but or rednecks. Here's the big problem when you say there's a problem with, and I'll use that as an example. There's a problem with violence in the black community. Here's the problem. People will read, Black, all black people are violent. I saw Anthony tweet that. I never said it, never tweeted it. No Don't one believe did. It. No one believes no that. No one said it. No one. I, I, mean, I mean, yeah, you know, when, when, when black people come to my house, you know, I usually chain them up because they're just yeah. so violent. I never said that. But I did say there is a problem with violence in the black community. Now, isn't aren't those two things very different? And isn't the second one, the one I did tweet, something that is being addressed around the nation by religious leaders, politicians, Blacks. community leaders, black people, people in the communities that are affected by the violence? Silence the violence campaigns? What what is that for? They want more violence? What <laughs> what did I miss the point? So but when you say things like that, people immediately say you said everyone in such group is this. And that's where we get fucked. It's the supply and demand for bad guys. And there's just not enough bad guys to not go enough. around. So I'm the bad guy. So I'm the bad guy. <laughs> you need me. You need people like me. <laughs> well, I, I talk to uh, a lot of nuts and they always go, why don't you shit on Jews? It's the Jews behind everything. The oh, Jews. Well. I, we, Jim Goad calls it the Jews in my sandwich mentality where it what? rains on your birthday and you're like, you see? And these same guys get mad at blacks for not having culpability. And they blame whites for everything. I blame the Jews. <laughs> the, Jew <laughs> the Jews. I love the Jews. I got them uh, all around my neighborhood. They're a lot of fun. And there is an argument for the very, very, very beginning of political correctness where you have someone like George Soros and his, uh, his, his fucking Holocaust surviving granddad's on his deathbed. And he may have uttered something like, fuck with them. 
And Soros is like, oh, what? Oh, just no. fuck shit up. And Soros goes, okay. So he donates $13 million to civil uh, unrest, right? Yeah. But the problem with that is this computer virus has morphed way out of control until it's really hard on Jews. Yeah. We got fucking Bibi coming down, and he can't get a meeting with the president, so he has to sort of dodge and get in front of the camera like, fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to go, fuck her right in the pussy. And then, get him! And then he has to run off. So the Jews are losing on this one. Go to, go go do a pro-Israeli talk at a college if you think the Jews are running the politically correct bandwagon here. Because they it's paint chart politics and Israelis are white, so they're they're down with everyone else. I think whenever you have racial unrest in uh, the United States, which uh, of course black and white, that's the the big the big racial unrest over the years has been black and white. Uh, the Jewish people do get pulled right into that argument. Yes, by the uh, the the white people that don't uh, like what's going on. Uh, but it's, again, it's everyone funny. needs a little scapegoat. George Soros funded a lot of basically he funded riots in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Now he I, his impetus for that was I don't want I don't know what his impetus was. I just like the idea of anarchy because we'll never have Nazis if there's anarchy. But during those riots, you hear the rioters going, fucking Jews. Right, right. Yeah, they yeah, fucking, yeah. The Jews control the banks, blah, blah, blah. And you go, you've tangled quite a web here <laughs> by yourself, George. Soros this is, is a like, mess. It's so, he's he's running a real life game of like Sim City. <laughs> he's just like, imagine what it's like to really use the world yes. and be like, all right, let me like click. I'm going to start a riot over here. Let me buy this. I'm going to build that. But it's the world. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. You have that space game where you wake up in yes. the morning and you've trained for I something. I just trained for stuff. I can play it while I'm, I'm away. It's running right now. <laughs> you must turn on the TV and see CNN and go, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Two cops got shot. Yikes. I got to hold on. Gets on his computer. <laughs> yeah, remove me, some funding from that particular let me pull group. some funding. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of red exclamation points over the populace's head. That means they're angry. Let me. Let me just throw some goods at them. I gotta fund my other group. This group's doing too much. Greatest video game ever. When your monitor is the news. That's your game monitor is your the news. Your keyboard is your bank account. We're sitting. It's gotta be astounding. We're video game pawns. Yes. Sitting there. That's You've just been fired. Are. Start your own thing. Okay. Go to your oh. basement, Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Ah, he's in his basement. Look at this character. I'm gonna seal the door shut. <laughs> but but uh, I, I want to say that it, I'm not pessimistic about this. I'm super optimistic. And there was an article in New York Mag called Not a Very PC Thing to Say by Jonathan Chait, who was one of these fuckers who started this whole mess. <laughs> and then there was one in The Guardian yesterday that was, uh, I've got it here somewhere, but it was um, it was this super lefty guy who's like, Look, I was anti-Islam because I'm an atheist, and now I'm right-wing. What have we done? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm just like, you fuckers, welcome to our world. Yeah. Um, uh, here he is. He, uh, he said, uh, the headline of the piece is, If left-wingers like me are condemned as right-wing, then what's left? Oof. And his name is Tim Lott. So... What's happening here is the left has created this Stalinist universe where everyone gets shut down for saying the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And inevitably, with this kind of fascism, they end up getting their... They're putting people in the wood chipper and their hands get caught and then... 
<laughs> they go, what happened? Flying out the yeah, other side. Yeah. And I think that this is the beginning of the end, and it's for them, for PC. Because PC's died before. Mm-hmm. In the late 90s, it was fucking insane, right? And then 2000 to 2005, you didn't hear much about it. And I've always been shitting on it. And 2000, 2005, I would get a lot of, oh, PC, that's so 90s. <laughs> and then 2005, we had Larry Summers fired from Harvard for implying that maybe women aren't good at math and science. No, he asked it as a question. Oh, wow. And a woman threw up and fainted in the audience, <laughs> a professor. On. Well, she had to be dragged out. And she said, <laughs> she said, I would have passed out or I would have thrown up or fainted if I wasn't dragged out. Then 2007, we had Dog the Bounty Hunter crying because he said... I love that story, too. He goes, that was a good one. I don't want uh, any PC people around because I don't want some fucking nigger fucking up my whole work, my whole life's work, because I said nigger. Right. And then they fuck up his whole life's work. That's, <laughs> that's what happened. Exactly what happened. <laughs> it was his son, though, who did it. Yeah. Um, and it was oh. sporadic back then, 205, 207, 208. But 212, 13, 14, and especially the past two years, has been a fucking madhouse like and it has said, to the pop. witch hunt the witch hunt the it's, witch it's, hunt everyone is out there it's become the thing to do like like from for everybody from uh the 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 ceo of a corporation having to you know purge this horrible person who said whatever yes to everybody that owns a phone that's who is now patrolling right for lo- looking they're just looking at keywords and searching and finding who said faggot whoa we need to you know yeah. so so you're constantly being called out and how does that i'm not as optimistic about it ending very soon because people's people's want and need to be important and to make a difference right is so grandiose that they have to rat people out it's the only way they become right but eventually the bubble bursts it's like dot com or real estate and okay there's the garden new york mag who had those articles right i think you are part of this new zeitgeist (laughs) of free speech where we have anthony camilla's network will eventually be a whole bunch of podcasts where you can say whatever the fuck you want, which is ironic because the whole shock jock thing was born of right. people wanting to be able to say fuck shit, all this George right, Carlin right, seven George words. Carlin. Isn't that so quaint now? <laughs> Ooh, tits. Woo, look out. Come on. Um, so that's two podcast networks where you'll be able to say whatever you want. Um, in Canada, Sun Media, which was the North Fox News, they got shut mm-hmm. down, but they started their own thing, which is similar, called Rebel TV. Right. Uh, and that's going to be... Sun News was awesome, by the way. I worked there for a while. I would fly up every week, and they their HR department was getting annoying with all these huh. rules, so they just ended it. That is amazing. They cut them out of the building, and it was so fucking fun. Like, I had this gag I would do where I would undo my pants and zip them down. I think I told <laughs> you about just... this. And you hold them up yeah. with your wrists, right? And then you go and talk to someone, and then you let your pants fall down and pretend you're mortified and pull them up really fast. It's it's an ancient slapstick, but it does really sure. well. And you could never do that in the workplace. No, you would be HR would have a, a field day with that. The fact that there was a, a company that was willing to say, "Hey, uh, we we need to back up on this whole thing with HR and get rid of it." It's, it's bad for business. It's the slowing work. us down. Right. It's slowing us down. It's uh, nothing's worse to creativity than when you have to second guess everything exactly. you are doing. 
It, you know, it, it, you can't be creative that way. Sarah Silverman said that. She goes, my job when I write jokes is to be as funny as possible. If I let anything else come in to right. my brain, I've ruined it. Mm -hmm. And she's a great example of PC because in 2001, where I argue it was dead, she had a bit about writing I hate chinks on her application. Yes, yeah. And she changed it to, oh, that makes me feel bad. I love chinks. She got in a ton <laughs> of shit for that, but it, it was fake shit. Yeah, shit. yeah, So she goes... Her first thing she said was, uh, I thought Jews controlled the media. Why am I getting in so much trouble for this? And then when she went on TV and had to apologize to a guy, she refused to apologize because during a commercial break, he's Chinese, he played a joke, he went pee-pee in her Coke. <laughs> Cut to her ex-boyfriend in 2013, allows a child to say, kill all the Chinese people to get out of our debt. Uh -huh. And there's protests, he has to apologize. The fucking Chinese government is demanding an apology from the White House. Get and it, our yeah, ambassador yeah. goes, that's not really our department. Yeah, we don't deal with that. We don't handle Kimmel's <laughs> jokes. <laughs> the way you guys do. Yeah. It, it, uh, but but this was the past, okay? So yeah. we've been to the 2001s before. We've got liberals freaking out. We have Rebel TV and video podcasts. But also, Fox News, Greg's got his own show coming up now mm -hmm. that's going to be... Uh, Ideally, some sort of, I don't want to say right wing daily show, yeah. but just non liberal. Right. Which I'd argue Portlandia is. Portlandia fucking mocks liberals and the PC left so beautifully. Feminists, <laughs> everyone gets it there eloquently. And I, I know a lot of right wing people who love that show. Um, and then Red Eye, the fact that it wasn't canceled and they're still committed to it, yeah. is an example of even. The right that was always scared of young people, socially liberal people, comedy. Humor, yeah. <laughs> they, they finally are realizing that young people are the future and you got to fucking yeah. get over gays and drugs and have some fun yeah. for a change. I'm on Red Eye tonight, by the way. Just oh, want, yes. Important plot that. to know. I'm on Red Eye. <laughs> so I really feel like all of these factors are indicative of the end of Rome and Rome being political correctness. I do hope so. Uh but but then you get nostalgic for it after it goes away. Like, <laughs> kind of fun. I feel like I had a mission in life, something to rally a rail against. Yeah, know? it is so easy. Like yeah. the Oklahoma thing. <sighs> that was a violation uh, of his free speech rights. That chant was uh, stupid and kind of funny. Blacks have a million chants like that. And when uh, people chant against killing cops, they actually kill cops. Right. <sighs> so uh, that's uh, ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> article. Yeah, let's take a call. Sure. I like how this uh, sounds, too. It's very clear. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This table was a bit rickety, but we WD-40'd it. Was it making like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino handed some WD-40. He goes, take that puss cake. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> Looks like a handsome young man. I remember being that handsome. Yeah. Those are the days. Were you ever handsome? Not really. <laughs> I really had to depend on uh, humor. And I didn't even have money in the old days, so I must have been a funny motherfucker. <laughs> How many women do you think you've slept with in the world? Uh, you in know what? World, in your life. Early on in my uh, career of uh, having sex, uh, I was very monogamous and very uh, limited. I would just, I would go out with a girl for a year, Oof. two years, and I could really count on on two hands, but not totally, up till maybe two, 
2008. Post-divorce? Post-divorce. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a tragedy. I was very... Do you th- bring milk to a dairy farm, too? It was... It was... <laughs> it was... Uh, I was very, like, monogamous and, and long-term with relationships. So I didn't really get a lot of different girls. But uh, after I broke up with the last girl that I really cared, cared about, who was uh, Melinda, it was just... That that was it. Warpath. I went... You carpet bombed the city with your cock. Cock. <laughs> Come carpet bombing, boo, yes. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Gorgeous hunk from uh, the millennial years on Skype. Who who are you and where are you from? Uh, my name is Ted. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. I'm familiar with that borough. What's your uh, comment question quandary? And who's it for? Uh, well, it's for both of you. Oh. I wanted to know what you thought about Eric Holder's Ferguson report. Ooh, Anthony's the guy for that. Well, it's uh, there. There are two things there. There's the uh, report that says that uh, the police department was um, targeting blacks uh, at a, a, a crazy percentage, based on the population. I think is 67 percent, and I think 90 percent of blacks were being targeted for uh, tickets, for being pulled over, for um, arrests. It was kind of like those speed traps in Nevada where the cop hides behind the big billboard. There you go. Comes out. Uh, and and uh, I guess a couple of the cops on the Ferguson Police Department had uh, some uh, some racially insensitive e- joke emails. Oh, God forbid. That uh, talked about Obama and uh, blacks in general. Um, and what what resulted from that was they start cleaning house. They noticed also the court systems were somehow targeting uh, African Americans that were coming in and 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 giving them uh, higher fines. Finally, uh, something bad. <laughs> Finally, something really, something really tactile. Good. Know? Yeah. So uh, they, what they did was they, I think they can like five, six people. Um, uh, the police chief himself uh, resigned, uh, and from that, you're getting more violence. <laughs> See, there's concessions being made on the part of. Ferguson, uh, and but there's still going to be a problem. There's never enough done, and 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 the the battle cry is we need to do more. It's like, well, you know what? Even a lunatic that takes hostages gives a few back <laughs> yes. after some shit's been been well, done. Well, they brought a they brought you a pizza. Give me a hostage. Yes. Like they, well, they they were so they were like Eric Holder's mad. We're with Eric Holder. Let's let, we want justice. We want you to do a huge report. Yes. And they get the report and it says, yeah, he didn't have his hands up. Uh, sorry. Well, and that they go, was fuck yeah. this report. There's the second this part. This is bullshit. The second part is everyone knows about the report that says that the Ferguson Police Department had some shit going on uh, yes. racially. Uh, and are like, see, that's see, see, that's Holder's report. Holder's report also said that that everything that happened in the trial was on the up and up. There's no uh, uh, thoughts that Officer Wilson was being racist. The uh, uh, Mike Brown's hands were not up. He did not say, don't shoot. Uh, and they want to throw that part away. I hate that part. So pick and choose what works for you. Uh, Sean Hannity last night had, had a guy, uh, Steve... Uh, 
Higgins, Higgins, I don't know, some some Irish guy. And he was on the streets of Ferguson talking. I thought he was going to get him killed. Yeah. He kept, Now, uh, ask this guy here if he knows that Mike Brown didn't have his hands up. And the guy's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. He's <laughs> petrified. But he That's was, like George Soros in his Sims game yes, again. Yes, the Sims game. Go over there with your Fox News microphone and call him a nigger. Look, he's being pummeled. <laughs> so, hilarious. So uh, uh, he was asking people... Um, did you do you think that Mike Brown uh, was on his knees with his hands up saying don't shoot and and they were all like yeah oh yeah he he was well what do you say about the report from Eric Holder that says that oh well you know what there no one said there wasn't there, there was 16 witnesses that said that he was like that it's like well the report also says that those 16 witnesses their credibility was just completely uh, tossed out uh, but there is this thing that people believe that. Well, they it's, honestly it's think the it narrative. Happened. They love the story. They're not. And I always say this when I argue with with lefties. I go, "How can you not know? Why didn't you look it up?" Well, yes. I didn't look it up because I don't care because it's sports to me. Look, it I up. have my Dallas Cowboys. That's my team. And if you find out that they were deflating balls, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll come yeah. up with something about your team, so I'll win. Is is that enough, Skype guy? Uh, I think so. Yeah, my, my, my Can I give you some advice? So I don't want to some, interrupt you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, some some good could come of it, just because I, I know they want to paint everything as a racist thing, but a lot of what he talked about was the policing for profit and how that's you know not a good yes for getting money. Sure, you know some I mean? good will come of it, but the price we're paying here with, what, four dead cops so uh, far? It's crazy. That's a little rich. Yeah. Uh we're not. We're, we've gone ten steps back for one step forward, and I don't think any of this is good. Um, let me just hang up on one little piece of advice, though, uh, for someone your age. Just twenty to twenty-five. It doesn't. Nothing matters. No job. No vocation. No, just fuck everything. Yeah, and yeah. You can lie. Yeah. You. Yeah. It's an. They know you're lying. Don't worry about just, it. Just I love you. You're the one. And just because you'll have that in your beat off Rolodex for the rest of your life. <laughs> and don't just go for hot ones. You don't. I don't. I haven't beat off about any of my hot chick memories. I don't even remember any of the. You hot like just I the. You remember the worst, dirtiest? Because that's when you could sit on their face and do stuff that <laughs> you look back and go, "Oh my lord!" I can't believe that. Happened. I was disgusting. <laughs> hey Gavin, before you hang up, um, fans are writing and they want to know what um, uh, the caller's Twitter handle and his name. If you want to give that <laughs> oh, out. you hear that? Of course. Uh, it's uh, Funk and Monk. Uh, I'm not even sure. Hold on. F O N K E H M O N K. Are you on Tinder you or Grinder? <laughs> uh, <laughs> neither, actually. Wow, this what? guy doesn't like, like the you. Internet? He's wasting his cock. What are you doing? Jesus Christ. <laughs> By your age, I had every STD in the book but AIDS <laughs> and crabs. Never had crabs. It's a good one not to have. AIDS, I mean. Uh, okay, bye. Um, wow. Can I read a letter I got from a St. Louis cop this morning? Sure. I asked him, what do you think about what's going on? We sort of bond because we both grew up into punk rock. And uh, he, he wasn't getting back to me. <laughs> it's funny, being basically a pussy fag. Like, <laughs> in Williamsburg, I'm, I'm fucking Archie Bunker. Mm -hmm. But then I go somewhere real, like Coney Island. I'm like, which is the carburetor? <laughs> at my, I fucking have my motorbike upstate and I roll into the, the gas station and I go, I gotta fucking pump up these tires. And I have the vacuum on and uh, I'm like, what's going on here? Wait a minute. <laughs> and this guy in a truck pulls up, he goes, what are you vacuuming your bike? What is it, dirty? I know that's the vacuum, fuck. Yeah. 
and then it doesn't turn off, so you have to put in more quarters to get the air. Anyway. <laughs> How embarrassing. I'm all mad at him. Like, why aren't you getting back to me? I'm trying to email you. I've tweeted you. I messaged you on Facebook. So anyway, he finally gets back and he goes, sorry, man. I've been running around uh, hard on a job where a five-year-old was murdered when someone shot up the van he was traveling in. It happened an hour before those cops were shot. Hmm. I really don't know any more than you do as it involved different agencies. I do know that these shootings have made me, for the first time in 19 years, seriously consider taking a 20-year pension, crappy, and getting the fuck out of this line of work, rather than the 30-year, much better, one. Mm -hmm. It's not difficult to imagine an urban state-level politician engaging in rhetoric and condoning behavior that gets cops shot, but I never thought I'd see that the president and attorney general of the U.S. do it. This would-be assassination of those two cops was empowered by our entire political media complex. And I, th I thoroughly believe that. The Absolutely. The way they uh, villainized uh, uh, cops uh, and, and just – and not even – you don't have to be covert with it uh, or overt with it. Y you could just say like, hey, uh, here's how you should act in front of the police. Like de Blasio did. Right. I had to tell my son how he oh. should act in front of the police. It's like, why – be because you're just not acting like that with everybody. Way you know, to set up your son for and, failure, by right, the way. Right, right, exactly. The cops are out to get you. You can get a law degree from Harvard. You'll never get a law job. The whole world hates your guts for no reason. Right, and, and, and those evil cops will try to shoot you, so here's how you deal with them. It's like the, the instructions for the soup Nazi. Go to your left, give them the dollar, <laughs> yes, give them yes. the money. Like, like uh, that makes people think that, yes, the cops are the problem. And then you get somebody that's a little more extreme, they're going to start shooting uh, at people. Here's a talk black dads should have with their black son. You ready? Okay, just fucking go to school. You don't have to knock it out of the park. Just have a good attendance records. Get C's, pay attention, do the reading. Just do a pretty good job. Don't don't be too good or you'll be seen as a, a nerd and a pussy, <laughs> but just get it done. You'll get a scholarship into a community college, which are only three grand a year anyway. Yeah. You'll get that three grand paid for. You can stay here while you're there. It's only three years. It's the same education as NYU. Once you get that degree, I would if you have no better ideas, do something businessy like accounting. You will get swooped up so fucking fast. Yeah. Your afro will fall off. <laughs> you'll look like Tupac. Right, right. That's it. The cops harass you, say, roll your eyes and go, I'm going to get this fucker yeah. after this with paperwork and put your hands behind your back. Just do what you got, are supposed to do. Do what I, we do. I was I was talking about the, the police and the, the fact that uh, there is this mindset now in, 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 the, in this culture where the cops are just on even footing with everyone. If a cop yells at yeah. you, Fuck yell you. back at him. Fuck you. If he puts his hands on you, take a swing at him. There's no respect for the law or the uniform or the cop anymore. And the truth of the matter is, and people are like, no, why should I respect him? He's got to earn my respect. A cop doesn't have to earn your fucking respect. Yes. When he pulls up, the fact that he's in that uniform, and I'm not saying 100% of the cops are these good fucking guys. No. But, but here's how you're supposed to deal with it. When they pull up, they've already earned the respect you need to give them by Having the fucking uniform, that's the badge. That's what we and set that, up. That's the When we system. made you sheriff, right. we said, we have to be scared of you. That's the job. That's the job. We're not swinging at the guy. He's got a fucking gun. He's got a club and he's allowed to hit you with it. 
That that's like so so nowadays though it seems that like oh he hits me I'm hitting him right back. Where did this lack of fear and lack of respecting the job that is fucking dangerous that we give to these guys? Here's here's the job. You want to take it. All right. Now because you took it, we're going to give you the respect that you're due and listen to you. We want people to listen to the police, don't we? Yes. Don't we really want that? And by the way, you can hate the cops if you want. Feel free. You can tell, yeah. you can say, actually, you can legally say fuck off and you can legally say pig. I don't recommend it. Yeah, it might be a problem. Videotape them with your phone. You know, get get the paperwork together. You don't have to suck them off. But you cannot fucking run at them. You cannot try to take their take gun. Take their gun. Uh, you know, un- unarmed teen uh shot by another cop it's like well what about the circumstance it just always sounds yeah. like he was some playing dungeons and dragons kids, yeah they bust in and shoot a him. sniper saw him through the basement window and he's like okay you have 14 hips some of the worst martyrs i've ever seen in my life have have great g- point turned up uh you know i or like whitney houston a drug addict abandons her children right gets wasted falls asleep in the bat way worse than jim Belu- john belushi at least yeah. he didn't have any kids flags at half mass what a hero oh, there are God. black heroes go get one go get the yeah there are innocent those. blacks who were killed by cops there were innocent blacks killed by racists why don't you use them why are you How using these that? guys worst heroes ever there was a mother recently uh maybe two days ago that was uh shot because over 50 rounds were being fired around her and her children and she's trying to round up her kids and and put them on the ground she gets killed and nothing no I'll wear that no, t-shirt that's a great t-shirt right? that's that's a t-shirt that's where if black lives matter you should be directing your attention because that's happening at a far greater rate than these maniacal cops that are going around just killing black people at random uh, well, it's not happening this is the irony of this whole thing is we our version of events has blacks better off, has women better off, mm-hmm. has gays right. better off. You know, when they make up their stupid rules and say, hey, black person, life is hell. Don't even try. They end up worse off. When we say anyone can do anything, no rules. We're not doing affirmative action. Yeah. But we're not holding you back. And if someone does, let us know about it. Right. Make it public. Fucking make everything public. Film it all. Yeah. And they end up better off. Actually, I'll just get back to this letter, sorry, because he brings that up. He goes, uh, by the way, I'm not myopic about my job. He goes, I've caught serial rapists, serial murderers, uh, a serial murder, countless uh, robbers, rapists. He goes, uh, I knew even before I took my commission that the war on drugs would only make my job harder, if not nearly impossible. That's why I've always focused on human victims rather than victimless crimes. I believe that the punk zeitgeist, something we've been talking about earlier, has informed and guided my work ethic and how I've interacted with folks. Once you get away from the leftist rigid groupthink of seen politics, that's not as counterintuitive as you'd think. I'll probably carry on if only so my kid can have the things that I never had, but this Ferguson shit show has put a sour taste in my mouth. Mm. A relative, a retired copper, told me once that 99% of coppers want to do right, but there's that 1% who take a 50% pay cut and still come to work so they could get over and fuck people over. <laughs> What really gets me about all this shit is that all of the all of North St. Louis County, the formerly white working class post-World War II burbs, now a majority black, economically bleak reservation, is controlled by Democrats. And the conditions on the ground, an unassimilable, very poorly educated, dependent black population, are the results of Democratic Party social policies. And then he goes... 
he says a lot of bunch of swear words, and he goes, "It's difficult to think of a Klansman coming up with a more effective means Jeez. of fucking up Black America than LBJ's A Great Society." Wow, that's my motive with yeah. all this. Stop fucking everything up. You're making it worse. I I'm amazed that so many people are blind to it. Uh, and, and it's right there. It's not even hidden. You could look and say, wow, they really have screwed them over uh, and, and put the, made them dependent, made them these uh, dependent voters. That's all it is. Just cart them out every few years for an election uh, and then back to your ghettos where we'll sprinkle some cash here and there <laughs> and some food. Just keep making more voters for us. And it just perpetuates the whole thing. Well, we know the impetus behind it. One, it's good money. Al Sharpton has made. I'm going to throw uh, out more than 100 million. I would absolutely on this bullshit. Think so so tax, it's tax free. It's apparently tax free <laughs> for now. Yeah, there's good money in it. There's plenty of jobs, diversity training, and I'm going to do a seminar on white privilege. And I went to some women's meet about women in media, and they gave you a pamphlet on all the speakers. It was three pages of fake jobs. Fake job. Yeah, like multicultural awareness and diversity oh, training. Oh, God, what is that? Fake job after fake job after fake job. And as far as the victims go, it explains failure. It denies culpability. And if someone told me, hey, you're doing okay, but you've been thwarted at every turn. Mm. Actually, I could make a case for that. But anyway, <laughs> you'd go, really? So I'm actually better than I am? <laughs> this situation I'm in, I could be doing could way be doing better, better, but someone cheated? It makes you feel better about yourself. So there's a currency there, too. Yeah, yeah. And it's fucking <laughs> pathetic. Grow up. Yeah, well, grow up is the uh, is the thing that uh, should be done. Because it, a lot of people are acting like children. Like, like yes. children. Just crying, wanting attention. Millennials are the least skilled generation in the history of man. They know their their math scores just came out as the yeah, least math literate people ever. They're fucking soft. Softer than fat people. And what's scary is they're mentally soft. Yeah, yeah. The idea of a debate makes them shake. I've seen them shake. <laughs> I, did a, I did a podcast here with Race Wars. Some woman had a meltdown started throwing shit at me. Really? Yes, because she literally can't even. It, it, doesn't that reinforce the, the image of a weak woman that exactly. can't, can't take hearing things or she'll... Oh, doesn't I'm getting, Oklahoma I'm the vapors? Oklahoma does that with blacks. They're so fragile that right. something murmured on a bus makes them collapse all over the world. And and people that want to keep that type of speech or activities from them are more racist than the you know racists out there. And speaking as a couple of racists, right there you go. We like to say that the reason we're so mean to you. White men, happy cis males, and oppressed minorities is because deep down we love you all and we oh. think you can handle it. Everyone should be able to, you know, get in there. It, it, it does better. It does you better. It, it makes you feel better in life if you could take a little shit. Yes. And it makes you a little better at dealing the shit out if you know what it's like to get a, a face full every so often. And speaking of faithful, can you believe the pockmarks on this guy? It looks like uh, somewhere where Neil Young landed on. Neil as Young. Chevy Chase said to Neil. Oh, Did Neil, Neil Young, Young ever... land on the moon? I. Uh... He once got so high on LSD, he thought that he landed, he landed on, the on the moon. Yeah, I went through. Uh, oh, the the team. If I knew, you know, back when I was growing up, they didn't have Accutane, is what it was. Oh, would that have fixed and it? And that could fix it, right? I I would say if any kid 
has an acne problem, get on that Accutane. Yeah. There's some side effects. You might kill yourself, I think. <laughs> That's one of the things. It's like, oh, depression or something. That moon quote that I fucked up is what made Chevy Chase fight Bill Murray because he said that when he met <gasps> Oh, him. it was? Yeah, I stole that joke. Oh, oh, yeah, Bill Murray has his, you know, issues. And women that. love it. They love a scar. Yeah. It makes yeah. you look rugged. Whatever. Folks at home, please uh, continue letting us make fun of you and all of America. That's what not only America is about, but that's what being the best culture in the world is about. Yes, sir. We're pro-West here. The West is the best. I'd like to thank Anthony Kumia for coming out. I highly recommend his show on anthonykumia.com. It costs a beer a month. I listen to it every day. It's easy. Uh, He also has a Best Of podcast uh, on iTunes and on YouTube that you can check out for free if you can't afford $8 a month, which I don't believe. I know. And he'll also be on the show Red Eye tonight. Yes. Which is consequential because it is evidence that PC is losing and the liberal stranglehold on anything fun is coming to a close. I sure hope so. It's getting really tough to uh, say anything anymore. I promise it is, you (laughs) nigger, cunt, faggot. (laughs) Thank you.